0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you
1: from Wildcast
0: Studios, with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher.
1: Welcome into Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcast, presented by Alpha's Appliance Solutions right now until December 30th. They've got the Gen Air Luxury Redefined Event. Right now, uh, purchase any three pieces and you can save an extra 10% when you purchase one more, 15% when you purchase two or three. 20% when you purchase four or a whopping 25% when you purchase five or more eligible gen air products. Go to 25 Halifax Street or call them at 506-858-5111. As always, finishers. I am your host, Adam Lennon, and I am joined by your co hoster for and writer for Rocket Sports, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. And what is on the docket today?
0: Holiday drinks are back at Starbucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So uh, as uh, I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, the lattes late at night have a severe effect on my ability to fall asleep. Yep. Uh, So instead of doing lattes when we're recording the shows, they're now going to be, this is a nice uh, peppermint white hot chocolate, which is very good. It had some whipped cream on it, some sprinkles, very fancy, very good. Uh, really stepping up their game. You can't find that anywhere else.
1: So lattes during the day, hot oh, chocolates yeah. at Latte.
0: The cutoff time is probably like uh, three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah. Three o'clock for the lattes, hot chocolates, any time of the day.
1: So we have uh, we got past Halloween. and we did. Uh, how was your How was your a your trick or treating night, and how was your dad tax the next day?
0: Oh, the, well, the best part was the house tax.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, because yeah. we were. This is boucher math here. Fully
0: <laughs> prepared for trick or treaters. Yeah. Uh, in the new humble abode, and we got zero, Ooh. zero uh, trick or treaters. Uh, so the twenty-four cans of pop, the thirty-six bags of chips, and the fifty chocolate bars had a solid one hundred percent return on investment. <laughs> uh, other than that, trick or treating was good. Yeah. Started out at Royal Oaks, uh, cause you know Royal Oaks, nice houses. Maybe you'd get a get a good vibe there. Get some uh, get some good hauls.
1: And then,
0: and then it was bad. Yeah. Uh, so we just went back to where we used to live, into that neck of the woods, and yeah, got like a pillowcase full.
1: Yeah, yeah pretty good. Pretty good case when you came to the yeah. house.
0: Yeah. So we did good, and yeah, Dad tax. I'm. Picking away on those chocolate bars every night, and uh, the chips, not really touching the chips. No. A lot of plain plain chips, garbage, Uh, a lot of cheese sticks, garbage, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, Still still munching away.
1: Yeah, we had 95 people show up at the house, um, which is more than we've had in the seven years or six years combined um, that we've been able to have trick-or-treaters and it started at quarter to six and it ended at I think about quarter a little after nine actually and it was just I wanted the hundred and I, I was actually you messaged me like yeah we're gonna be there around eight and I'm like oh, come on other kids because I wanted Avery to be the hundredth kid mm-hmm. I thought that'd be cool if she was like the hundredth but she was the 94th kid so wow. yeah we had one 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 kid after you left that came to the door when we were downstairs we're like What the hell so uh, but yeah we bought like 260 chocolate bars or something Holy like that crap. like we just went and got everything that was on sale that we could because like i said before she had the uh, the um the question out to people in our neighborhood like how many do you get and somebody had 130 and i'm like well if we yes. get if we get to that we got to go two candies only so we've yeah. had a we had a pretty decent stack left and uh we've kind of been picking through it um here and there I definitely try not to take it to work. Mm-hmm. I just uh, leave it here so that I'm not eating it constantly all day, <laughs> every day. But, uh, man, I am so thankful for Richie Tebow and the team that he has put together on the ice. Because right now, being a sports fan for myself, has been incredibly yeah. difficult. The Oilers yeah. are 2-7-1 and, and pure hot garbage. The Buccaneers are 3-5 and five and can't get out of their own way. Um, so, thank you. The stamps are now out. Mm-hmm. Not that I really watch a lot of them because of time Sad. difference, but um, I don't know about you, but thank God for the Wildcats.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. You know, Flames aren't uh, doing any better than the Oilers, yeah. and uh, that's the Patriots. I mean, don't think I've watched a <laughs> full game. I'm still, as soon as I see Mac Jones throw an interception, and guess, you, guess who? Guess you threw an interception with 20 seconds left in the game? <laughs> Mac Jones. Uh, yeah. so it's not, uh, not a very good sports sports here for me. No, uh, it's Jays were, you know, the whole story there. Yep. And, no, so you're right. Uh, thank God there's some
1: decent hockey going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Cause it's, it gives me something to look forward to coming to do this. Cause if we were, you know, three twelve and one, we might take a small hiatus and go every second week. Cause yeah. that'd be, that'd be tough to do. And your sports, uh, your sports love would be just one, but I mean, um, if,
0: you mean if this was a Kate Bratton Eagles podcast? Oh what?
1: Oh man, yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Um Master Chef, shut up. House Kitchen, you mean? House Kitchen, yeah.
0: Yeah, caught up. Caught
1: up. I felt uh, bad for Brad.
0: Yeah, me too. Like, he, I think he was kind of I don't think he, he was gonna make it that much further.
1: No. no. But um But sell so your body to quit on you. Yeah,
0: yeah. You gotta you gotta put your health first and yeah. Usually, when something like that happens, they they say, "Okay, that's the last." You know, there's not a, another another one gone. Oh, right So yeah. I was a little surprised that the, after Bad was gone, you know, uh, Gordon still went and evicted. Um, I can't think of her name there, but, um, uh, right, Raisha, right, right something like yeah. So I'm I was surprised. I couldn't uh, to see two go was uh, was was shocking to me and. But uh, no, it's uh, Brad has to got to put your health first, and he made the right call.
1: Yeah, my favorite part was the one who got eliminated. She was like, "Oh, I was one paycheck away from you know losing my home, but I was here and I can't, I can't go away." I'm like, "I'm sorry, what? You're like one <laughs> paycheck away, and you just, <laughs> you just take off yeah. for however long of a? Well, at least season. I mean,
0: I, I, they still, yeah, they still get paid, yeah." yeah, yeah. Because they are considered actors on Renisha. a TV show,
1: Renisha, Connelly. Renisha,
0: yeah. yeah. So they still get paid. They, they're still yeah. they're considered actors on a pay on a, on a TV show. It's like Big Brother. Yeah. You know, even though you get so much money for being the winner, well, if you only last one week, you're still coming home with a little bit in your pocket because yeah.
1: you have to take that time off work. And yeah, I kind of thought she might be one to go because they kind of focused a lot on her. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel good about jonathan mm-hmm. but not so much about sammy she seems to be kind of struggling to put yeah. things together lately and yeah. i yeah. feel like she if if red goes down again she'll be the one to go home
0: yeah there's a good uh she's she's really starting to fall apart mine mine went home two weeks ago you know i said um i, I actually mentioned yeah i mentioned melissa and she started to disappear and you know sammy's starting to disappear too so we will uh we'll see our our, our men are still in the game and our women are somewhat, maybe, if starting to feel the heat. Yep, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The I want to go.
1: <laughs> I want to go there one time, like not to be on the show, obviously. Um, you t-
0: it's like a, you know, it's like a five year wait. Yeah. To get a table on Hell's Kitchen,
1: like on the actual TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I'd like to just go to the one in in yeah. Vegas. I think he's got another one somewhere else. Too. He's got three or four, three of the actual house kitchens. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to go to the one in, in Vegas and, yeah, well, you know, put your name on in five years, get your trip planned. You and imagine you have to be here tomorrow <laughs> and you got to be here for six hours while we film this with yeah. certain amount of mistakes. And we might feed you, but yeah, I, I would kind of really like to go to mm-hmm. Hell's kitchen and stay away from any of those restaurants on his other show.
0: Did you know if, if, if you go to a taping of Hell's kitchen and you're, you don't get fed, you get a voucher to eat at one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants.
1: Oh, like if they get a, if the service is gone yeah. or whatever? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I did not know that. So you
0: still get to experience Gordon Ramsay cooking. You just get a voucher for one of his other restaurants in Vegas. So you can go and eat that night if you want to. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Have you ever seen, uh, you seen the one TikTok with him where he's commenting on food and the dude cooks a beef wellington in his dorm? In his dorm room, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
0: was yeah. like... A little aggressive, but yeah,
1: I can barely use an oven in my own house. This kid is cooking a beef Wellington. And have you ever had a beef Wellington? No,
0: no, never. I think it's so damn complicated, and you can't find anywhere around here. Uh, If if anybody knows a restaurant in the vicinity of Moncton, yeah, uh, hit us up an hour's drive, even that serves beef Wellington. Please let me know. I'd love to try it.
1: I feel like St. James Gate would like. Like, Maybe even the Sophie and Spritz. I've and checked me their menus. And... I've I've looked. Oh, man, if there's a because I would like to try it. It looks yeah effing delicious. Yeah,
0: I'm. I can't even think of a restaurant around here that would serve it. No. Little Louis? No, I don't know. Lenny's. Lenny's, <laughs> Lenny's takeout <laughs> on Mapleton. Yep. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, all right, as always, don't forget to follow us on all the social media: Twitter, look to Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, TikTok, Wildcast Podcast. And of course, like and subscribe. Here on the YouTube, Um, click that little bell so you're notified when we go live for the post-game shows. Let's get to some news and notes from around the queue.
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: So we are taping this show on a Sunday evening, so we do not have Player of the Week or Team of the Week yet. Um, So we kind of adjusted. We got a few things, but not as much as we normally do. The Scholastic Player of the Month. For October were announced uh, in the Q. And Olivier Boutin was named the representative for the Moncton Wildcats. Nerd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Q named also its Players of the Month. Um, Nice little Wildcats uh, representation on there. Forward of the Month was Justin Gil from Bay Como. 13 games. He's got seven goals, 18 assists for 25 points. Uh, Israel Minsicum. From Sherbrooke, 7 goals and 13 assists for 20 points in 12 games. Defenseman of the month, uh, Maverick Lamoureux, 10 games, 4 goals, 10 assists, 14 points. Honorable mention goes to Jeremy Langlois of the Huskies. 3 goals, 8 assists for 11 points. Goal turn of the month, no surprise. Uh, Matthias Rousseau, 9-1, 180 goals against average and 942 save percentage. One shutout and including one goal. Um, And then Samuel St. Hilaire of Sherbrooke. 6 and 2, a 1-8-8, goals against average, a 9.32 save percentage in a shutout. Rookie of the month honorable mention was uh, Raul Boyard from Bay Como, 7 goals, 8 assists, 15 points. And the rookie of the month was Caleb Denway. 5 goals, 10 assists, 15 points. Um, speaking of him, he was named the assistant captain of Team White at the U17 Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, had a nice little goal that I shared on Sunday at the, that? at the U17 Championship. So. Um, he's having quite a quite a tournament there. I know Sean Carey is playing pretty well. Um, friend went over there and said he's playing. Uh, like he told me who he was playing with. Um, but said he's playing well. And then he's talking about uh, Denway, and he's like, "Yeah, he still tries to pass over here too." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, which I mean, look, he's got five goals, he got ten assists, so he's he's a playmaker, and we knew that coming in. He was he was a playmaker. Um, and he's actually been able to uh, to continue that up. Um, I see you've got something, so we'll put it in the news segment because it looks like you've got some news, so you might as well share it. Uh,
0: so I didn't find any Beef Wellington in Moncton. Oh, okay. But at the Barrington Steakhouse in Halifax, 16-ounce Beef Wellington for a measly $135. Oh, how much? One hundred and thirty-five. Same thing: filet mignon, mushroom duck cell, prosciutto, puff pastry, the demi glaze—literally the the Gordon Ramsay House Kitchen Beef Wellington. One hundred thirty-five dollars for a sixteen ounce.
1: Andrew Barrington, why is your parents' restaurant so much money, know, bro? Man, jeez, one hundred and thirty-five. Would you pay it? I mean, it's one of I don't those,
0: think I'd pay that much for a Beef Wellington unless it was a Gordon Ramsay yeah, was, Beef Wellington. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: I, like, if that was like $65, yeah. I'd pay it. Yeah. But once you get into the 100 I better be called an idiot sandwich by Gordon Ramsay, and he better come out and cook that thing for me. But yeah. obviously, he's not going to cook it, but yeah. yeah, I think if I'm going to pay that price, I want the ambiance and the atmosphere of a Hell's Kitchen restaurant yeah. or a general Gordon Ramsay-style restaurant. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the Hell's Kitchen one. Exactly. That's ludicrous yeah Whew. all right let's get to uh, let's get to the weekly rerun
0: weekly rewind.
1: so the wildcats go two and one on the week bringing the record to 13 4 0, and two 27 points on the season good enough for second in the conference first in the Maritimes um, the month of October before we get into the weekly rerun I guess the month of October uh, eight two and one for them very good so decent uh, decent month. Of course, two of those losses were on the Thursday, which we're going to get to here in a little bit. Got some stats for that on uh, on that. Uh, but Wednesday, Wildcats going to Val Um Took a little bit to get going. It was good to see Keegan yeah. Warren play against somebody other than St. John. Um, and it was the M from the MCL line that kind of took over in Miles Mueller with uh, a nice wrist shot on the power play and then Butang going all the way down the ice, getting it over to him and roofing it top top shelf to give them uh, give them the victory but obviously that one is the the quintessential bus legs game where they're not driving all the way up there but it's still that's a long travel and I think if you're going to do that a lot like I would assume Q team or Quebec teams want to do here they want to start in Cape Breton and head back towards but uh, yeah I mean for me it took a little while to get going which was kind of expected uh, being in Valdor but it was good to see them uh, get a victory against Valdor again
0: yeah, and for sure, it was always, uh, again, I'll say it again, love playing against Valdor. d'Or. Uh, you know, they're always up uh, banging on their sticks on the yeah. on the boards after a, a Moncton goal, so... Uh, I did actually notice that this time, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what it is, you know. It's, uh, they, they clearly enjoy, uh, enjoy the, Wildcats, uh, the Wildcats' way, uh, the effort. style of yeah. hockey. And No, you're right, had a bit of a slow start, um, but they really started pouring it on uh, in the latter part of the first period. And then they were just, you know, flat in the second period, like flat, like diet ginger ale flat, <laughs> like I have a tummy ache, like yeah. flat
1: yeah. 17 to seven in the, yeah. in the second period of shots. So I was like, boys. Hm. Yeah. Let's roll and, then,
0: and then got it going again in the third and, but uh, pulled out the win. and, uh, no, what's, um,
1: and this time an actual rocket by Sebastian glass Yes, on that goal as opposed to the rocket that you had me go watch before. This was an actual yeah, and tri- rocket tri- and a good I tri- shot. I tri- tricked you on that yeah. one. Yeah, assist by Keegan Warren too.
0: Yeah. Ke- uh, Keegan Warren now uh, with more points than Luke Patterson of Cape Breton Eagles. Uh,
1: <laughs> Let's keep that tally going for the rest of the year.
0: <laughs> I love Luke. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry, but there's uh, it's it's nothing against him. I, I know what's uh, sometimes
1: it's just not your year. Right? Yeah,
0: not your year. Not your uh, not your coach. So uh, no, we, if we if we joke about Luke Patterson, it's uh, we it's it's nothing nothing against him. Uh, but no, you're right. Uh, Keenan Warren got an assist, got a win. Finally played against a team not Kate that wasn't St. John. A yeah. uh, little surprised about uh, Moran not playing.
1: But I was um, more surprised why Moran was not playing according to Marty Kingston.
0: Well, you know what, uh, Adam, like we said last week, you know, uh, I, I, I said that uh, Connor McDavid had uh, faked his injury yeah. to, to play in the he uh, Heritage yeah. Classic. Yeah. And uh, I'm here again to say this week that I believe the true leader, leader that he is, It's him faked his injury <laughs> uh, in order for Nathan Dubray to get into the lineup to play on the first Quebec road trip of the season.
1: And then good for him. And then, and you know what? I thought DeBray played played well in Mm -hmm. his, I think he played the first two games uh, of the trip, but yeah, I thought he, he he probably took a exception to your, if you want to go see him, go see him in warm up. comment. He's like, you know what? He's going to play.
0: I'm going to play. I'm going to fake an injury. (laughs) So this kid gets a chance to play.
1: And maybe actually, now that you think of it, maybe that was part of it because from what I had seen, it was a UBI upper body injury. Mm Mm-hmm. But according to Marty Kingston, it was a lower, low, body. lower body injury and he said foot about four times. So maybe something happened between that game and a practice or something. Took a took an errant shot, I don't know, but I was just like down there cuz I I thought he was I thought it was an upper body, but we're not going to get into exactly what it was, but yeah. On this, what'd you say off air on this editions of real or fake? What'd you say?
0: Uh on this uh the newest segment, uh, is it real or is it fake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like that thing on Netflix. Is it cake? <laughs> no,
1: is it real or is yeah. it fake? You watch that?
0: Uh Avery loves it. Does she? Oh, she loves that show.
1: How good are you predicting?
0: Eh, there's a certain gloss. Yeah. When something
1: is cake. If uh if you get done that show, yeah. Go find the um Oh, no, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the the Chocolate Factory, the chocolatier. It's like a, a show where the contestants learn to make chocolate uh, monstrosity things. Okay, okay. And the guy is—I'm gonna have to find it, but the guy's unbelievable at making chocolate. It's a—it's a fantastic show. But this isn't a show about uh, TV shows on Netflix. This should is be. a should be could be maybe one of those days we'll uh, have one of those extra episodes where we just talk about nothing, no show, no no show notes, and just keep carry going, it but, for an hour. Yeah. Uh, so another Thursday game. Another loss, and it's against another preseason contender. They lose 6-0 to the, the Huskies. Now, I wasn't expecting a W. I said it last week. I think they're going to go 2-1 and one on the road trip. They're going to mm-hmm. get four points. And I said, I would have Keegan Warren start Wednesday against Valdor. So, you have a rested Steinman going against a rested Huskies team. And he needed that rest because he stopped 47 of 53 shots yep. in, a 6-0, uh, in a 6-0 loss. Not a lot of it was on him. But you take out four regulars out of the lineup, and you're going to be in uh, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, that's
0: uh, again, that's another mysterious moranjery, and uh, obviously we're missing Loching, we are missing Denoyer, we're missing Carrier, but we're not here to make excuses. We got we got the four points that we are expecting, mm-hmm. and um, there were, it would have been nice to get at least a goal, but uh, you know it didn't happen. But uh, it's nothing. That was my wasn't it my Gilles Corteau, uh Trophy Championship Series preview. I think it was. was did it say say Brandon Moncton?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think you did.
0: Yeah, so it was my. Uh, but that's okay because it's a game. It's it's a seven game
1: series. Yeah. So we just lost one. If you lose six nothing, it's okay. Yeah. You just
0: win the next four.
1: Yeah, and you come back. You get game two on November twenty fourth. Go. That's it.
0: That's all you gotta do. That's it.
1: Now, that one. Wasn't so much of a problem, except for the fact that it was another Thursday game. Yeah, and it was another effort on a Thursday game, and I, you know, put some things together. So in the three Thursday night games they played, Victoriaville, Drummondville, Renardanda, they're zero and three, and they've been outscored twenty-two to four in those Thursday games. Hmm. So like you said, two and a half weeks ago, no more Thursday games. Yeah, we're going to ban ban Thursday night games. That'd be awesome, except we got four more left uh, in 2023. And then, uh, I thought you had your own schedule over there. but Yeah, we got four more in 2023. Uh Christ. Charlottetown.
0: St. John. St. John. Sherbrooke. Bathurst. We
1: should be able to get back to 4 oh, It
0: should be okay. Yeah, it should.
1: The other, I guess, concerning part for me, and I don't know for you, so I'll get your opinion on it, versus the preseason contenders, the top four teams,
0: yeah, this is a good stat. Uh,
1: in the five games, Halifax, Victor, Halifax twice, Victo Drum and Renranda, they are one and four, and they've been outscored twenty eight to nine. And I think that's that's the more alarming part of this is the fact that against the teams that are contenders to go kind of all in and be in the championship four, one and four and twenty eight to nine is more concerning for me. Yeah, that's... and only one of those you didn't have your you didn't have four guys.
0: Is it a coincidence? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's there's uh, you know you've, you're you know that the team is good. Yeah, yeah. they're a good team. They're I mean you can tell they're just not there. You know they're not there yet, uh, but they they're very close. And you know all all it takes is one one win against. I mean we got the win against Halifax. You could say. Oh, well, you know, it was against Milner, but, you know, at the same time, like we said, most of those goals they scored, Russo would have had a hard time stopping mm-hmm. them. So it, it's at the, Thursday games, we're, at this point, I just think we're finding things to talking about, you know, yeah. th- Thursday games is not it's not a. Well, oh, the Thursday games there.
1: have been against three of the four contenders, and right? And that's, and that's it, the right? toughest and part. And that, is, that is the toughest part. But if they were against the Saint it's not going to be like that the
0: rest of the season. But no. I mean, if I look at it right now, there's two, four more left, and then you know there's what? Uh, not another one until February. Okay, there's one in January against vic- yeah. vic- against Victoriaville. Yeah. But I mean, it's not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, they should never play Thursdays anymore."
1: No, it's just. The start of the season, you got Victo, Drum, and yeah. Ruan Randa. Now, if, it, if the schedule was flipped and we had Charlottetown, St. John, and a Sherbrooke in the first three, we're not talking about Thursday night games. So the mm-hmm. Thursday night isn't what concerns me. What concerns me is the one and four and outscore 28-9. to nine. Yeah. Like it, they, they find that gear against the teams that they're supposed to beat and the teams are kind of even with, but it's it, I don't know if it's a mental block on what they're doing or they try to press too much. Um and you know after all the interviews after that drum game uh, Drummondville game they talked about transition hockey and to a man they got to be better back checking and whatnot and I don't know if it's just they kind of maybe get behind early and then they start to press and that's where they get in trouble. Mm-hmm.
0: I just yawned. I lost <laughs> my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, it's all good. These Sunday nights I'm not used to. No. You're
1: usually in bed by now, aren't you? Well, Pretty so- close. Seven thirty on
0: Sundays at seven thirty. I'm getting ready for yeah. bed. Yeah. But okay, yeah,
1: either. so like I was saying, like, that's the that's the concerning part to me is yeah. is the, against the contenders, um, who are only going to get better in about a month and a half at the trade deadline, and they're not all going to add top players because you you can't all add at the same time. But you know you, you look at where Moncton is right now, and you know thirteen and four record wise they're right up with those contenders, but you put them on the ice against them, and there's that disconnect on what your record is and how you play against them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like it, the thing, kind of that's not so fun about the schedule this year is we're not going to get to see Ruan after the trade period, mm-hmm. you know. And it's um, we'll get to see Drummondville, but we we'll get to see the, Bay Como. And that's it. You know, it's um, I would love to see Ruan Aranda after Christmas to see what the hell they look like yeah. and who the hell they've got in the lineup, and uh, but that's not going to happen. But no, we still got the second half of this uh, second half of the season. It, it is a lot of. I know where it is. It's under here.
1: Uh, yeah, I was right looking at last year's. Oh yeah. So um, I trying to think of something while you were talking about it. No, it's okay.
0: Uh, yeah, we've got. I mean Drummondville, uh, Como. There's. There's really only two Quebec road trips in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's these Thursday games and these games against contenders. If you're the second, the second half of the schedule if you want to see a a decent team come come to town you're going to have to get tickets to see Halifax cuz there's not much uh there's not much left going to be in town after uh, after christmas for what's going to be uh, you know one of the top 4 teams there's Halifax and that pretty much that's it
1: yeah I was kind of looking last year it seemed like we saw the Quebec teams. we saw once in uh 2022 and then once in 2023 mm-hmm. Um, like like Victo, we saw them early in the year yeah. at home, and then we went to Victo uh, in the second half. Whereas this year, we've already gotten Valdor out of the way. We've already gotten, um, what did you just say, Renaranda out of the way. Like, we'll get to see Victo uh, on the road on the 24th after the trade deadline. Obviously, we'll see Halifax. Drummondville, we'll see one more time. So, at least we'll get to see them. We haven't seen Baycomo, and that's the thing. Like, the team we're chasing in the, in the conference. In the conference, yeah. And they're going to – I mean – they seem to be like they're going to, this is their year and they're, yeah, well they were flying under the radar when you talked about the four teams and mm-hmm. I wanted to pick them um, when I took my teams, but I was, I, and I said, they're one of the teams that are surprised. I just don't know how they're going to do with the playoffs, um, but you're going to get to see them after. And, and, and Moncton for the most part, I mean, they put great games together and stretches of great games. And it just, it, just, it maybe it's a mental block against these top teams that, they Haven't been contenders or in contender conversations for mm-hmm. a couple of years, that it's going to take a bit to get there.
0: No, yeah, you're right. Uh, there's uh, I was just going to say something. Uh, bake was it bake I was going to say something about bake Maybe I do need caffeine. <laughs> Holy smokes! I'm losing my train of thought tonight. Um, nope, I lost it. Lost it. All yeah. right, well, we'll talk about Saturday's game then. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, because I could brag. <laughs> I can brag a little bit. Yeah,
1: you can. Uh, it was the uh, it was the Bhutan show. Um, the preseason game was our Olivier Bhutan. Uh, nice touch by the Olympic to celebrate Olivier coming back as a twenty year old. And then during the game, it was their Bhutan uh, who had two goals on the game. But it was a game where the mo- former Moncton Flyers took over, um, three from Lounsbury and well, Jeremy, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what else happened?
0: Well, folks, uh, as I predicted, on. Uh, Last week's show, uh, I said, uh, I told you, Adam, put me down for a Cooper Cormier goal. And uh, it wasn't just a goal. Cool. It was possibly the goal of the week, or it'll be on the highlights Most likely, uh, yeah. for, for the week. So, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get these uh, predictions uh, nailed down. Yeah, you're getting pretty
1: good at it. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Um,
0: at this point, Adam, you know, just start calling me the mailman because all I do is deliver. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's – I had three or four messages about you, including you saying when Cormier scored, called it. He nailed it. I was Gobi. Like, I was like, he sure did, people. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was a beauty going over the blue line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> who the defender was going through his legs. And then what I liked is he wasn't passing at all. No. And uh, he kind of toe-dragged it, but he – Brought his one foot back just a little bit, so when the player kind of tried to go around him to lift his stick, he kind of blocked that from happening. And then yeah. I've been calling games for the Flyers for the past two seasons now, and that is a that is a quintessential Cooper Cormier shot. Yep. Like It is rifled right to the top. Um, so good on him, and and he'll probably see – not probably. He will be with the team this week mm-hmm. um, because we don't have at least Carrier and Denway till at least the 17th. Uh, or the nineteenth, I can't remember when the, the tournament ends. I think it's the seventeenth. And uh, loshing I mean, nobody knows the extent of the injury. I personally don't believe we see him until November twenty fourth against Randa. Do we need him? Obviously, you'd like to have your number one score in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, the team has showed they can score with um, with him on the shelf right now in this in this uh, three game road trip minus the one game. But um, is that your agent calling? <laughs> so is that your agent calling? <laughs> now that you're predicting things, the agencies are calling Yeah, yeah. they're like the, the, um, the Nostradamus. Yeah, but <laughs> I, yeah, but uh, I I definitely think we we see Cooper Cooper Cormier, um with the squad because we're going to be with all those three forwards till at least we're in the round again.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, he played well enough to to extend his his stay. I'm going to put him down for a goal this week. Yeah, as uh, they go? goal I'll pass. On, I'll pass on this one. Yeah. But uh, no, you're right. You know, you knew he was shooting when he was coming down that wing. You know he was shooting. A, well, he knew what I said. B, <laughs> you know, it, there's no B, right? Yeah. He just yeah. knew. He knew what I said. Uh, so it's I. Uh, you're welcome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I usually reach out to the players when they score their first goal, congratulating them. And I said, to, I said to Cooper, I was like, "Congratulations on your first goal." Calling your games for two years, I knew exactly what kind of shot you were going to have. And he just kind of laughed and said thanks. But uh, you look at the uh, the rookie scoring, and someone just quietly, we did this before we came up here, just quietly um, at the top of that list, some Pump, Julius, uh, Julius. Uh, leading the rookies in scoring right now. Seven goals, 13 assists, 20 points. I mean, he's, uh, whether it's the first line or the third line, he's finding places to Make impacts uh, throughout Early in the season
0: Yeah and uh, I, I told you this My mother was over yeah. uh, on the, During when the game was on, yeah. on On Saturday And she she was having a great time Pronouncing Sump's last name She's like well, he's not from around here is he? <laughs> no mom he's from Germany <laughs> Oh Sumpf 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 And she says Sumpf I'm like actually that's what we call him <laughs> Really? Yeah. She said She's like some fump <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah, right, Mama, that's actually what we call them. Yeah, And she's you. like, Oh really? Okay. <laughs> uh so even uh even old uh old lady. all the old mama. She's <laughs> yeah. uh she's enjoying
1: the this this the some faction as well. It's just a it's just a like they didn't even the Q didn't even have him in the top four little thing they did. Mm-hmm. Um he was fifth at the time, but um, yeah, and, and that's what you're gonna need when a, two of your top scorers off the top line in Denoyer and loshing are outies. loshing's poor guy, was in second um, on November after the game in Quebec, dropped down to tenth now in scoring, um, and is now he was three points behind Justin Gill. He's now seven points um, behind him. So hopefully he's he's back sooner rather than later. Just but for me, I mean, you look at the schedule coming up: Charlottetown, Shawinigan, Bathurst, Cape Breton. Charlottetown. You'd like to have him in the lineup, but we're also not winning anything in the month of November. So you need to make sure that whatever the injury was, he's 100% healthy because he's just had that kind of luck. Last year it wasn't medical uh, or injury related I guess, but um, he just kind of had that luck. Mm -hmm. And so we'd rather if he's out for a month or a month and a half or whatever, that's fine. Just get right because we need him healthy more than we need him playing against Bathurst on a Wednesday night. Yeah, it's
0: true. Uh, you know, we've got the, the depth was, was tested on the, on the road trip. And and it showed up. And right? it showed up, yeah. right? There was uh, Gloss at a goal. And what were you saying before? He's got one of the, the highest tough, shooting, percentage, the highest shooting percentage in the league amongst rookies. Uh, cause he doesn't get a shot on net and every doesn't get many shots on net. But when he does, it seems to yeah. be in the net
1: four goals on 15 shots for 26.7%. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and Deloria was good. Samson was good. Um, mm-hmm. it, the depth on this team and it was going to be tested this week and early in the, for basically the month of November mm-hmm. putting it together.
0: They really are. And it's, it's good to see cause that's what we needed uh, on, on the road trip and they got it done. And you know, it, yeah, sure. The loss to the Blue Socks, but that's if there was a game that we lost, it was probably going to be that one. And you know, so they're they won the games they had to win, and eventually they will win one of these games that you know against one of these top teams, and it'll be a big uh, it'll be the boost that I mean they don't even need a boost right now. It'll be uh, like a good uh, good confidence booster.
1: I'm scrolling down to see what our goaltending stats are, and I I. I... Stumbled upon records when scoring first. Would you like to pick the three teams that are undefeated when they score first?
0: Probably not obvious, are they?
1: Nope. Let me just look over here.
0: Undefeated when scoring first.
1: Yep. I'll just take those away and just give you the teams. It's not who you expect. Oh, wow. The Yakety Bathurst Titan have won. Nope. 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 It is the Cape Breton Eagles. Oh. They are 6-0 and when they score first. Oh, okay. I was looking at that. Yeah. Okay. uh Yeah, it goes in alphabetical order. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. The Moncton Wildcats are 7-0 and when scoring first. Nice. And the Sherbrooke Phoenix are 7-0 when scoring first. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: The Cape Breton Eagles are first in something.
1: Yeah. When scoring first, uh, 18 games, they've scored six first uh, goals. And in 18 games, Moncton scored seven. And Sherbrooke scored seven as well, but two teams that I did not think would
0: uh... well it's tough for Cape Breton to win then when they uh, get shut out by uh, Sherbrooke and uh, get shut out by Rimouski And uh, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. how many goals uh, so they've they finished their um, their regular season uh, the two games against Sherbrooke
1: yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say zero goals
0: zero Ooh, that's tough I made a joke uh, the league's newest tiebreaker should be goals four against the Phoenix <laughs> so the Eagles are
1: (laughs) dead last. Yeah. Um, As much as I uh, shit on the power play early in the year, uh, it is now third in the league at 26%. There you go. And had some success Mm -hmm. on the weekend. Uh, And in these three games, especially, I guess, four now because he was gone uh, in the Quebec game, um, I like what I've seen from the power play with Sumpf and Lounsbury and um, whether it's Grenier, Forte, John and the MCL line, like that, they What I like is they're getting the power play time that they've earned by playing, mm-hmm. unreal hockey right now, five on five.
0: Yeah, earned is the key word right there. Uh, they are playing. This this is a line that I, I don't. I don't ever want to see them
1: separated. No, at this point, no. you know they're just playing that well. Like in game adjustments, injury wise, sure. But every every time I do a graphic. I never want to change that second yeah. line unless I'm moving the whole thing to the top that's yeah. it like they're they're just good they, they. when when loshing and Denway come back um, and they get on PP one the MCL line should roll out on number two I agree like I would take loonsbury off that first power play not because he doesn't deserve it and then I would keep I wouldn't keep that number one power play out for like the Oilers style or the full minute and 30 seconds and mm. give the group 30 seconds like try and split it up the best you can because this MCL line after like Collard said, one practice and they've kind of come together have been great all year.
0: Yeah, no, it's really, it's really good to see because everybody's, you know, there's usually, you know, there's two, three, you know, three forwards and normally it's two guys that are putting up most of the points, but these all three guys are, are doing, are doing damage right now. And it's really, really, really good to see. And, uh, that's why you kind of want lotion back because and that that really completes your your uh, your top six.
1: I was just trying to find the uh, the goalie stats, but I don't really uh, I don't really need to find it. So save it for another, save another day. Save it for another day. Um, so now we get into the preview. Um, the Islanders coming into the Avenue Center on Friday, and these are the games that I worry about because and it's not just a Wildcats thing; it's most teams do not play well in that first home game mm-hmm. after a long road trip. But I think that saves the Wildcats in this one is the Islanders were on the exact same road trip just the opposite way. Yeah. They had to Gatino- They went to Gatineau Ren and Valdor and they're making the trek all the way back. Mm-hmm. So I think that might give us a little bit of a better um I don't say effort, but effort for lack of a better word. Uh, but these games always kind of worry me in that first home game after a long road trip.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and uh, you know we're still our, our top three. I should say top three. We'll still have we'll still be without the three forwards, and uh, Islanders will be without um, Conrad on the back end. Both at uh, so if we get to overtime, we're okay. Yeah, that's it, right? It's uh, but no, you should. Um, they still got Horth. They still got Kersey. Well, that's it, right? They're they're a team you can't take lightly. It's it's Jim Holton hockey. It's. Uh, they, uh, you know, they will pester you. They will work their tails off. They will play sixty minutes, and you better be right there with them, or uh, you know you won't be on the uh, on the positive end of the game.
1: No, and then you've got uh, Schwinnigan coming in tougher. Barbashev makes his return to Schwinnigan, so mm-hmm. get your tickets Sunday, fun day. Um, but they're a bit of a struggle right now. They're two seven and one in their last ten. Um, but again, he's going to be fired up to to be back in Moncton and kind of. Try and show that, uh, you know, they made a mistake by moving them. Um, it was not a want. It was a numbers game, unfortunately. But um, that's a team that we don't get to see often. But when we do, it's, you know, they'll, they'll take advantage of their mistakes, of your mistakes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's a team, uh, you know, obviously one of the two teams that are vying for the Memorial Cup next year. So uh, they'll want to, uh, you know, they've, they've got some good pieces. And I'm sure there'll be a little moment for, for Baryshev as well. And. You know, I think it's uh they had a little thing who was it that was here earlier in the season Ascenza. Yeah, yeah well, I mean the barberships I think will be a little bit of a
1: yeah, a nice little video tribute oh, that
0: would be nice yeah. a video tribute would be nice uh, he's um he's done enough to to warrant it and you know it's I think it was um Kevin Barrett who said that he probably scored one of the biggest goals in wildcat's history recently. Yeah. You know, which was the overtime winner against Bay Como. So, you know, if there's a goal to put on the video tribute, that's probably one of them. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we can all laugh when he almost takes out Steinman at the other end of the ice.
1: And then he play and then again scores a goal with a bloody nose in game mm-hmm. uh, game one mm-hmm. uh, against Halifax. But again their team in Schwinnigan. I mean, they got pretty decent Felix Alcert, uh Louis Felix Denway, Jordan Turney. They've got a good team over there, so you can't yep. take them. You can't take them lightly. I'm not sure which goalie they'll have. It's junior I'm hockey. You can't y- take
0: any of these teams lightly. No, you know, I
1: which... assume they'll have DelaFontaine playing, as he's been playing most of their. But what are they pay in Cape games? Breton?
0: Because they'll probably want him to play in Cape Breton. Oh man! So it's. I mean, if he, if they play in Cape Breton the night before, they'll probably play DelaFontaine there, and then we'll get their whichever their backup. Backup. I, I'm fine by us. There's nothing wrong with it. No. It's, uh I don't even know who their backup is.
1: Felix Hamill and. Give me one uh, second. Hamill. Right I'll get right back to that one. Uh, who is it? Uh, Matthias Langman or Felix Hamill, both rookies. One's played two games, one's played three.
0: Okay. So, yeah, whenever the Cape Breton game
1: is, if we play before them. Now they go Cape Breton's the first one, then they play Halifax, then Moncton.
0: Uh, so I wouldn't put one of the rookie goalies in against
1: uh, Halifax. No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So who knows if we'll see De La Fontaine, but we know we'll see uh, we'll see Max Barsha. It'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see how he does uh, against Halifax because he loves to play there. Yes, he does. And uh, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but we are going to hope to speak to Max uh, on his return to to Moncton. But it's just it, if the Wildcats play the way they can play, we shouldn't have an issue with either one of these two teams but you can't shoot yourself in the foot uh and make the little mistakes that kind of cost us especially um now that we've had some uh, games against charlottetown that i mean that's the team that this thing for both teams coming off a long road trip this thing might be 2-1 and it it'll be a, a grind out type affair uh for 60 minutes yeah uh, sorry <laughs> sure. i, 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 I thought we were going to the no, next uh, i thought we were going to too but i was trying to look for something to go that's to. that's okay that's why sunday night shows are the best shows. yeah grind it out 60 minutes yeah. uh, four lines banging all, em- bodies everybody
0: gets in and contributes and does their job yeah
1: that's all that we can expect um yeah that's it you ready for everyone's favorite part of the show i guess
0: i'm actually prepared this week too yeah, all
1: right perfect
0: eric murray realtor buyer house from him stick tap of the week all right. Uh, so uh, this past uh, Saturday was my daughter's birthday, uh, eighth uh, little eighth birthday for for Avery. So uh, the uh, stick tap is obviously going to go out to everyone who made it possible. Uh, we're going to start with the yeah Adam uh, Boyle Family Farm, uh, who were the hosts of uh, Avery's birthday party this year. Uh, they were on the uh, one twenty six. Uh, in, uh, in Indian Mountain, I believe it is. Uh, you know, you, you you get invited to all these kids' birthday parties, and you're. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's go to Sky Zone, or let's go to this uh, this gym, and or uh, the t- whatever it is the standard the standards, them. right? Yeah. I figured, I guess Megan and I figured, let's kind of do something different. So we did the Boyle Family Farm. Uh, which was really fun. You know, these uh, kids love animals, obviously. And uh, so they got to, you know, feed the pigs and feed the goats and, and uh, you know, pet the horses and, and all this other stuff. And uh, what I really enjoyed is Barb, the uh, lovely old lady uh, who was the guide. Uh, She's wearing a, a bell hoodie all, you know, the entire time. So I won't hold that against her. Um, there was supposed to be a wagon ride included in the birthday party. Right. But uh, one of the tires on the wagon uh, had had busted or burst. Oh! So they also say on these birthday parties that you can do pony rides, but for 50 cents per kid. Well, they actually gave the pony rides to us for free. Nice. So all the 15 kids got to go on a little pony ride. Holy shit, your kid's popular. Yeah. Well, it was, you know. Not a big deal. She goes to school and she's like, hey, I know your dad. He's on YouTube. Let's be friends. Uh, No, not really. Um, (laughs) But really. But no, it was awesome. They have a little party room there. And in terms of, you know, what it costed compared to the other, it was actually cheaper. Nice. You know, to go to the farm. And it was a great time. Lots of smiley faces. And, you know, anytime you go to a birthday party, it's always cake or there's cupcakes. Well, we thought. Well, since she's turning eight, let's do donuts nice. because two donuts is like eight. Me. Yeah. And so instead of cake or cupcakes, we got Halo donuts.
1: And oh, you didn't bring any.
0: And so there's obviously none left. Obviously. <laughs> so we did a uh, order of twelve homers and twelve birthday cakes. And there was kids going back for seconds. And I was like, How can you eat two donuts? I'm full after you one. Can
1: two donuts.
0: What? Oh, I can eat two. No, but... no.
1: I meant the kids were eating two donuts. Like You oh, didn't yeah. cut them in half to give them like no, two. No, each oh.
0: kid got their own full-size donut. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. it was
0: like 75 bucks for 24 donuts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I was like, yeah, it was good. We got 12 That's homers awesome. and 12 birthday cakes. And Those are my favorite each too. Kid, yeah. Each kid got their own donuts. And uh, there's Papa John's pizza. Uh, and yeah, it was actually uh really, really good time. Had a great time. And. So that's the uh, Stick Tap. Boyle Family Farm, Halo Donuts, and uh, our friends at Papa John's. Eric Murray,
1: The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. And that now brings us to the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week presented by Rosemary Lynn Massage and Spa right now till November 20th by one spa service. Get forty percent off your next spa service. Um, both services must be booked at the time at the same time. Massages are not included. Promotion may be discontinued at any time. Management deserves, reserves all rights. Uh, if you want to book that, don't forget they also have a loyalty card so you can get to your loyalty. Get nine services, get one free uh rosemary lynn missadn spa twelve twenty four mountain road or five oh six eight three zero twelve twenty four well we talked about it a little bit earlier the m c l line has been uh has been quite dynamic all season um in being put together and and just unreal all year and this this past week was no different this player had four goals in in the three games um and he looked quite impressive from day one um especially from last year to this season um he's been He's had a couple instances of two goal games and hasn't got that third one uh, this weekend. Uh, he got his third one, was the number one star for the CHL on Saturday. Your Wildcast Wildcat of the week is number 20, Preston Lounsbury.
0: I could make a joke about that. Eh? Okay. You know, he actually scored four goals in that game.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, he did. Because he shot one of the uh, Gratino goals into his own net.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: four goal game yeah. for
1: Preston Lounsbury. <laughs> I forgot he did that Very too. Cool. Yeah,
0: It wasn't wasn't really on him. No, it's not often that your defenseman just
1: oh I'm gonna pass it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spin and flip it right in <laughs> right, the middle. Right
0: in the crease.
1: Yeah, I think I tweeted if you're a goaltender ten the goal. Yeah, you did. So but, Four
0: uh, goal game for Preston Lounsbury, <laughs> but uh, three of them three where they count.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. All right, that'll do it for this episode presented by Alpha Supply Solutions. Remember, they got the Gen Air Luxury Redefined Event, 10% off when you purchase one item, 15% off when you purchase two or three, 20 when you purchase four, and 25% when you purchase five or more eligible Gen Air products in-store only. So when you go to in-store, 25 Halifax Street, uh, or give them a call at 858 um, Yeah, I mean, we'll be back Friday, or I'll be back Friday on, on the YouTube, uh, Friday and Sunday. We're going to try to talk to Barb's. Uh, before that Sunday game against Schwinigan. Uh, this month, the Remembrance Day game is November 10th. The Corey Crawford night is November 24th. And uh, Hockey Fights Cancer is November 30th against St. John. Now, before we get out of here, sir, I think you've got something to give away. I do. I was wondering. I was like, is he going to remember? He did.
0: He's going to remember it. So, he just want to get all this out of the way first. Ah, very then, true. Yeah. yeah, so if you uh, were about to turn off your your show please don't this is not over yet (laughs) um so we um we're doing giveaway yeah and uh this isn't a trivia question giveaway this is uh a you do good for us we do good for you you scratch our back we'll scratch yours uh so adam kind of shaved his face um but He's going to start growing yeah. it. I'm I'm doing the Movember. is uh, Is the greatest month in the uh, in the twelve months of the year, uh, and uh, so we're going to put together a Movember page, and the individual who donates the most money to our page between now and after the game on. November 15th against the Titans will receive two tournament passes to the Monctonian, including the championship day. Thanks to our friends at new country, nine, six, nine, Scotty and Tony.
1: Nice.
0: So that's again, we're going to post the link or I'm going to do it. We are going to do it. One of us is going to do November page. We're going to do a page. Yeah. And, Whoever donates the most money to our Movember between now and the 15th will win two passes to the Monctonian, which kicks off on the 16th.
1: Do you want to talk about part two of that uh, donation? Correct. You
0: part two will be yeah. because we don't want the donations to stop. No. We want them to continue. So, again, if you donate after the 15th, Between the 15th and the 23rd, the most largest donator will receive tickets. Mm -hmm. Two tickets. Two tickets to the Corey Crawford Retirement Night game on the 24th against the Rwanda Huskies. So there you go, folks. That's our initiative. That's our pretty faces (laughs) about to... Mustache, Yeah. Uh, and look like very handsome gentlemen.
1: That is that is correct. So, yeah, please, if you can donate, donate whatever you want. If you donate up until and after the Bathurst game, so midnight on the 15th, the largest donation will get two tickets to the Monctonian, which is the 16th to the 19th. And uh, donations after that, up until the 23rd, the highest bid, will get two tickets to Corey Crawford night, which better be a freaking sellout. Because Joe Thornton was a freaking sellout, and that guy didn't win any Stanley Cups. Our guy did. Uh, but, yeah, so get your tickets to that, uh, or donate a lot of money, and you'll get two free tickets to there it. go. All right. For Jeremy, that's I'm it. Adam. See you next week. Thanks for
0: listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.